Hello, my friend. Welcome back. The last episode and this episode are kind of weird because I'm starting both episodes with an apology. Corey's just sorry over here. What am I sorry about today? I'm sorry about the audio quality. So I recorded two podcast episodes and didn't realize I recorded both and didn't listen at all to the playback. And I did not realize until later that the audio was crappy. My microphone was plugged into my system here and <laughs> the computer, the my recording system had just decided to choose a different microphone that was way further away from my head over in the corner to use that one. And so the normal microphone that I speak into that I'm speaking into now wasn't picking it up. So I just apologize that the audio quality for the last episode and this episode are not that great, but I recorded both of these episodes and it was either put them out or have nothing for at least the next week or two because I don't have time to record other ones. So I thought, you know what? If you're a long-time listener, you know that's not how it usually is. Uh, usually the audio quality is better. So anyways, we're rolling with the original recordings, and I'm sorry uh, that the audio quality is not that great. But thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for listening, and I still hope they're helpful. I hope they're beneficial. Now let's get to today's episode. Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing, incredible people out there in podcast land. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited to be here with you. This is episode number 265, and today is another listener-submitted question. Today we're going to talk about the factors that influence how fast or slow you might or someone might lose weight. So someone wrote in and they said, hey, Corey, I was wondering about a podcast idea. If you could maybe talk about how it might be harder for some people to lose smaller amounts of weight, like why the 10 to 15 pounds just seem to stick so hard. And I was like, yes, that is actually a great idea. And not that any of your ideas are bad, all of you. Don't think, oh, I'm not going to send in an idea because Corey is going to think it's bad. No, 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 no. Okay, send your ideas, send your questions. I want to see them. I'd love to hear them. Okay, okay. Now, this is actually a topic that I address in my coaching group at least probably once a year because inevitably some people come into the coaching group, they make two or three little small changes, nothing big, and then three weeks, two or three weeks later, they're like, oh my gosh, I lost 10 pounds, I lost 12 pounds, whatever. And then there's someone else sitting over there who's made the same small changes and they're like, I've lost two. Like, what's going on here? You know, and th there's just a lot of factors that can influence how fast or slow someone might lose weight. So today, and while there's a whole lot, today I want to explain five, okay? Five factors that can really uh, impact your rate of weight loss. No matter who you are, if you're male or female or young or old or what genetics, it doesn't matter. These things will impact your rate of weight loss regardless of who you are, okay? Now, speaking of male and female, so a few episodes back, I did two menopause episodes. Two episodes, two episodes, come on, Corey, two episodes on how to lose weight during menopause and kind of just cutting through all the crap and the confusion that's out there. And there is a free download for any of you ladies or any of you men if you want to maybe uh, 
you know, learn more about this, to be able to support the amazing women in your life, whether it's your mom or your wife or girlfriend or whatever, or your sister, whatever, whoever those females are, there's a free download that contains all of that information and a little bit of extra stuff that I included. And you can find that at corylittlecoaching.com forward slash menopause. Okay, that you can find that link down in the show notes. I just wanted to be sure to include that because when the first menopause episode came out, that download wasn't ready, but it is ready now. So you can go check it out, download it for free. Okay, now let's get into the factors that influence how fast or slow you might lose weight. There are five that I'm going to talk about today. And the first one is exactly what this person mentioned in their message. They said, could you talk about why it may be harder for some people to lose smaller amounts of weight, like why the 10 to 15 pounds seems to stick so hard? And that is the first thing that can impact someone's rate of weight loss. And that is how much weight they have to lose. So, for example, and we can get into a big, huge debate about how do you know how much weight you have to lose? Like, how do you, how do I know how much weight I should lose? How do I know what my goal should be for, you know, what is, is it the BMI? Is it what the doctor says? Like, what is it? No, I'm not a big fan of BMI. But in general, if we just look at kind of two somewhat extremes of this scenario, if someone has, man, I just want to lose this last 10 pounds versus someone else goes, you know, I want to lose about a hundred pounds or about 75 pounds. Okay. That's a big difference. And the person who wants to lose 10 pounds is typically going to experience a lot more resistance from their body. It's going to be a lot more difficult and require a lot more effort to lose that last 10 than it would be for the person who wants to lose 100 to lose 10 or 15 or 20. And in some ways, we can look at it as a percentage. And so you could say the person who wants to lose 10 pounds to achieve their goal weight, essentially they're wanting to lose 100% of the weight that they're looking to lose, right? If they lose 10 pounds and all they want to lose is 10 pounds, that is the same percentage. That is the same thing as the person who wants to lose 100 pounds losing 100 pounds. Hopefully you follow. Hopefully that makes sense. So losing 10 pounds is the same as losing 100 when we look at it in comparison to how much the person wants to lose. But when we just look at it from a you know, a more simplistic view, it's like, well, why in the, how can losing 10 pounds be so hard for me? Yet this other person, I know they, they, they dropped 15 pounds in three weeks. What's going on with that? Well, it very well could be because of this, how much weight you have to lose can really play into this. Typically the more, the, I, I hate to say it this way, but the more overweight someone is, the more extra weight they're carrying on their body the more willing their body is to dump some of that weight, at least at the beginning. So, you know, the first part of their weight loss journey could happen, you know, much more rapidly, much more rapidly. I don't know if that's correcting much, whatever. It can happen much quicker than someone who's looking at that last 10 to 15 pounds. Now, why is, to get to this person's specific question, why is losing that last five or 10 or 15 so hard? Why is it, why does that weight seem to stick to us so much? Well, there's a lot of different things that can impact that from, and I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it could be from how you've lost weight up until that point. It could be the, the diet and the nutritional profile that you did to get to that point. It could be how much muscle mass you're carrying, or did you lose muscle mass to get there? 
But the bottom line is this, when you're looking at losing that last little bit, when you're looking at draining off that last little bit of weight that you want to lose, your body's probably going to be resistant because it just sees that extra weight as insurance. It's insurance against starvation. And so it doesn't want to give it up. And especially, let's say someone wants to lose 10, their last 10 pounds and they've already lost 30. Right? I wanted to lose 40 pounds. Now I'm down to my last 10 pounds and I want to lose this last 10 pounds. Okay, that's great. You're, but your body doesn't think that's great. And your body's probably going to start going, no, 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 no. And so this leads into the conversation of a weight loss plateau, which is another question that another one of you amazing listeners ask, which I will get into in a different episode. But today we're talking about the things that influence how fast or slow you lose weight. So please just know this. Typically, the more weight someone has to lose, the quicker they will lose it, at least initially. And the less weight someone has to lose, the closer they are to their goal. Typically, the harder it is to get that weight off. I like to say it's, it's, we get to the point of diminishing returns, right? It's like if we're investing a certain amount of time and energy, it's going to be a disproportionately large amount of stuff, a large amount of time and energy that we have to invest to get that last 10 pounds off. So it's going to take a lot more to lose the last 10 than it took to lose the first 10 when you were 40 pounds or 50 or 100 pounds overweight. Okay, so that's the first big factor. How much weight you have to lose will determine your rate of weight loss. The second one is how much weight you've already lost or gained previous to starting your diet or your workout program or, or your weight loss program, whatever. So basically, what state was your body in before this? If someone comes to me or comes into my program and they've, you know, they had 80 pounds to lose and they've lost 60 of that, okay, it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. They're getting towards that last 10 or 20 pounds and that's going to be, you know, that's going to be tough to tackle. It doesn't mean it's impossible and with some intelligent changes, some strategic changes to what they're doing, the weight will start to come off. But the other area or the other uh, flip side of this that we sometimes don't think about is if someone has recently gained a decent bit of weight, say that someone goes, man, I, in the past year, I, I gained like 20 pounds. That weight will probably go faster than someone who's been carrying around that extra 20 or 30 pounds for the majority of their life. Recently gained weight for some reason tends to go quicker than weight that we've established. And Scientists have what's called body weight set point theory, which means once we establish a body weight in a certain body type or body composition for an extended period of time in our life, then our body settles in and gets comfortable with that. And it's kind of what it sees as the norm. Homeostasis, right? Remember that from biology? That's what our body will kind of always like to go back to. So if someone... and, and I don't mean this to sound discouraging to any of you out there because we can all change and we can reset our body weight set point. But if someone was overweight in high school, if they were 20 or 30 pounds overweight, and then by the time they got into their late 20s, they were 40 pounds overweight, and they've just kind of been hanging at that 40, 45 pounds overweight for the next 10 years of their life, that could be a little harder to lose. Um, it could be a little harder to lose and keep off because in some ways, their body's going to want to go back to what it's always known. And so that can be another big thing that plays into this. So that, that's kind of in this category of how much weight you've lost or gained previous to starting your diet, previous to starting your weight loss program. 
in recent times and then also over the course of your life what your body's been like those things will impact your rate of weight loss another big thing that can impact your rate of weight loss this is number three on the list of five things is the significance of the difference between what you were doing and what you are doing now that may sound really confusing but let me make it simple for you if you've been restricting your food in some way off and on for weeks and weeks and months and months or maybe even years of your life and you've been on that super roller coaster where you have tremendous restriction and then you're like oh you overeat like crazy on the weekend and then super hardcore restriction and then oh you overeat again on the weekend or for two or three days that i'm not saying that screws up your metabolism but overall there's some restriction elements in there that can potentially make your weight loss a little slower potentially on the flip side of that if someone's just kind of been eating and they've been taking in plenty of food their body has no reason to slow down weight loss there's been no restriction there's no in, in a biological sense your body's not scared of losing weight because it has no fear of starvation it has no fear for survival so you could lose weight more quickly and then if we just get down to the brass tacks and numbers of things if we look at the caloric difference so basically if you start a weight loss program and it's a sensible weight loss program which I hope you would choose something sensible and let's say you're eating roughly 1800 calories or 2200 calories per day whatever somewhere around the 2000 calorie mark but previous to that you were only eating when we average it out over the course of a week with restriction and splurges and this and that you were you were eating like 20 250 or maybe 2300 well then there's not a very significant difference between what you were doing and what you're doing now and so the weight loss will seem slower again if the other person if someone else is just like man I was just kind of eating just kind of stuff in my face and not thinking much about it so maybe they were consuming well over 3,000 calories per day and now they're on a somewhat sensible weight loss plan of eating 2200 calories per day there's almost a 1,000 calorie difference they're gonna drop weight fairly you know quickly because there's a big difference and another way so some of you may go well that doesn't help because I do the whole restriction thing Corey like throw me a bone here help me out well <laughs> just because you do a sensible weight loss plan doesn't mean you won't experience changes it doesn't mean you won't get results it would number one just be a little slower but number two you can still change your body composition along the way you can change the quality of your physique and you can definitely change how you feel and by achieving more of a consistent normalcy more of a middle ground where you go okay I'm feeding myself well on a daily basis I'm not restricting and then binging in some way and I'm not talking about like a binging and purging classification like in, in the psychological realm I mean there's a lot of people I encounter them who just have this weekly routine of restriction and then eventually binge and sometimes they just know like okay I'm gonna eat a crap ton I'm gonna eat and drink and be merry this weekend that's what I do so I'm going to work out like crazy and restrict all through the week and some of you just said amen dude that's me how did you know <laughs> that's exactly what I do and I know because it's it's way more common than you think but this can lead to potentially a slower rate of weight loss potentially not always because there's not as much of a difference between what you were doing and what you're going to start doing now the the caveat the exception to this is when someone starts a super low calorie diet like 
which I'm not a big fan of. Don't get me started on these quick weight loss centers. Oh, quick weight loss. Okay, sorry. I, I, I don't know anyone who ever said five years later in their life, you know what? You know what was the catalyst? You know what led to this amazing life change? I went to the quick weight loss center down the road and I ate a 900 calorie diet that allowed me to eat bull eggs and lettuce and wheatgrass and you know, I worked, I did five hours of cardio a week. No, that doesn't lead to success. I'm sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> so my point is though, those super low calorie plans will create a significant difference between what you were doing and what you are doing because there ain't nobody walking around that's just, there. Not not many people, okay? Not many healthy people are walking around just eating 900 calories per day. Most of us are consuming well over that. So even if you're restricting somewhat, but you're getting in 1,800, 1,900 calories a day, well, if you chop it down to 900, which is basically starvation, you're still going to lose a significant amount of weight pretty quickly because there's a big difference. And some of you may be like, oh, he just said I would lose a significant amount of weight quickly. That's what I want to do. Again, if you want to do it for the short term, that's fine. Go ahead. You'll probably lose a lot of muscle mass and your body is just going to be waiting and waiting until you go back to some sort of normalcy and the weight's going to come back like a like a rushing river. It's going to come back like a freaking waterfall. But if you want success long term, we have to find a more reasonable approach and we have to be able to build in some consistency, which that is that is the fourth factor that can impact the rate of weight loss. It's our consistency and self-honesty. And those come together because sometimes some of you realize like, man, I, yeah, Corey, I struggle to be consistent. Others of you are like, I love you dearly, but you might lack some self-honesty. And you might go, I've been doing this stupid diet. I don't know why I'm not losing any weight. I lost about two pounds the first week and I haven't lost anything since. And if I could be a little birdie sitting on your shoulder, which might scare the bejesus out of you, but if I could do that and go around with you, I'd be like, ooh, ooh, the consistency is really lacking here. But sometimes we just can't see it ourselves, right? Sometimes we just like a little bit of self-honesty in the area of consistency. But this is a massive, massive thing that can impact our rate of weight loss. Sometimes we think we're more consistent than we are. And then when somebody shines a really light, bright light on it, it's like, whoa, yeah, there was a lot of stuff I was turning a blind eye to. Whoa, I didn't realize that. And sometimes we see that in my coaching group. Someone will go through my step-by-step -step program and they'll implement all the things and they'll lose some weight, but they, they just, the weight loss is slow and or it stops. And so we get to the place where they've, they've done all the steps and they've built everything in and they're, they're basically saying like, I'm doing all this stuff and my body's not responding. And I'm like, okay, it's time for us to really dig in. I'm going to put on my detective hat. I want you to keep a super detailed two-week food journal. This is not something we do at the beginning. This is not something that I talk about a lot. Now I guess I'm talking about it. So, so everyone's going to know about it. But this is like a, okay, if you're not where you want to be, we're not just going to give up on you. No, no, no. It's not what we do. We're going to figure out what's going on. So let's do a super detailed two-week food journal, and I'll put on my detective hat, and I'll dig in and see what's going on, and we will help you start moving in the right direction. We'll start making some strategic changes that will figure things out and help you move in the right direction. Okay? Okay. And then when I tell people to do that, it can be very common <laughs> that people come back after two days, not two weeks. They come back after two days, and they're like, Hey, Corey, never mind. 
never mind me. I, I, I see what's going on. <laughs> like, I had no idea how many times I was grabbing a handful of chips or how many Hershey Kisses I eat over the course of a day. I had no idea until I started writing it down, but now I see. So I don't even need to record for two weeks. I'm just going to start making these changes right now myself. And then other times, sadly, when we get to that place uh, with some people, I say, let's do a super detailed two-week food journal. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then poof, they're gone. And they've gone through the whole process and they think they're doing everything right. And they think they're executing. And then when we shine a really bright light on it and I say, look, I, I want to see it all. I want to help. But I can only help if I see all the details, the nitty gritty, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. That shame creeps up in them where they realize I'm not doing this. I'm not being self-honest and I'm so ashamed and the bully in their brain takes over and they literally ghost us. They ghost me and, they're, and they disappear and I, and I can't do anything about it. But it's shame that drives that. And there's no shame. It's okay. There's no judgment. But that is the fourth factor that can really impact our rate of weight loss is our consistency and our self-honesty in relation to our consistency. Some of you, I'm confident, are way harder on yourselves than you need to be, and that could be working against you. And then there's others, there are others of you who I'm confident, because I see it in the group, who m may give yourself a little too much grace and not quite enough tough love. And so your consistency slides, and you don't even maybe see it. And that's the beauty of coaching is that someone else can step into that and go, oh, hey. And so some of you may go, all right, Corey, like I, I don't have a coach. I don't I, I'm not doing a coaching. Whatever. OK, well, then just find someone you trust in your life. Granted, they're not an, they're not a coach. They're not an expert in this area. So it's going to be a little tougher for them to do, but they can at least help maybe hold you accountable. But that's just the incredible power of having a, a coach who knows what they're doing to be able to lovingly support you and point out those blind spots. OK, that's. That is number four. That is the fourth factor that can impact the rate of weight loss. Consistency and self-honesty. Next up, the last one, number five, the one that everybody wants to hear. Not because it's number five, but because it is stress and hormones. Yes, Corey, I knew that's what it was, dude. I've been super consistent. I've been doing everything right, and I exercise all the time, whether I want to or not, and I've been killing myself, and I'm not losing any weight, and it's, those, it's all that freaking stress, and it's cortisol, and it's belly fat, and it's... My hormones are jacked up, which is another question I received from someone, which I will be addressing in a future episode about balancing our hormones in order to lose weight. So, yeah, that's a real thing, right? Corey, you just told me that the fifth factor that can contribute to my rate of weight loss or slow my weight loss down is stress and hormones. Yes, you are correct. But, big but right there. Sir makes a lot. Big but. It's not what we think, at least usually it's not. It typically doesn't play out the way we think it does. We think there are these magical, mysterious, chemical stress hormones, cortisol, this, that, blah, 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 going around in our body that are keeping us from losing weight. It doesn't matter what I eat. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I say no to and how much exercise I do. I just cannot lose weight. And it's all the stress and it's all the hormones. It's these magical, weird hormones. I don't even know what hormones are. I don't even know how many there are. But whatever they are, they're keeping me from losing weight like little gremlins and trolls inside of my body. And I'm sorry, but usually, the majority of the time, that's just not the way it is. Well, okay, Corey, then 
why are you including this as one of the things that impacts the rate of weight loss? Because the stress that you're under and all the associated hormones that flow through your body and through your brain during those times of stress, those things impact your adherence. They impact your consistency. They impact your choices and your ability to make great choices with your food, your ability to be consistent, to adhere to your plan, to, to follow through and execute on what you're doing. So it's not that the stress and hormones are like little evil gremlins and, and you know trolls running around inside of your body blocking weight loss at you know, every chance they get. It's not necessarily that. It's that the stress and the hormones are wearing you freaking out. And so you don't have the mental or physical energy to take action consistently. That's how it plays out. It's not all some mysterious chemical. It's those chemicals impacting your choices. And that flows back upstream to impact everything else. Hopefully that makes sense. So let's do a quick review here. There are many, many, many things and that impact your rate of weight loss. And a lot of these are interconnected. But in dividing them up, I, class, I, I categorized five different things here. Number one, how much weight you have to lose. Someone who has a lot, someone who has 100 pounds to lose is going to lose weight more quickly, quicker than someone who has only 10 or 15 pounds or even just 20 pounds. Factor number two, how much weight you've lost or gained in recent time before you started your weight loss program or your diet. If you've already lost a decent bit of weight coming into the weight loss program, well, you're probably not going to lose weight quite as fast. If you recently gained your weight, you might lose weight a little faster. If you've been carrying that weight all your life, it might be a little bit slower at the beginning. But please don't be discouraged by any of these. I'm just telling you the thing. I share these things with you so that you might be encouraged to go, okay, this explains why I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not going crazy. These are just things, these are things that are keeping me maybe from losing weight quite as fast as I think I should. So that's number two. Number three is the significance of the difference between what you were doing, how you were eating, how many calories you were consuming, and whether you were doing any sort of restriction. The significance of the difference between that and then what you start doing, that new program, that new plan, that new weight loss uh, approach. If it's sensible, you should lose weight at a sensible pace and not feel like you're starving and not have a ton of cravings. If it's too restrictive, your new plan is too restrictive, then you'll lose weight more rapidly. But a lot of it depends on how much you were eating beforehand. This is the one situation where if you were eating a ton of food beforehand, it almost kind of works in your favor because there's going to be more of a significant difference. But there are drawbacks with that as well because if you were eating a ton of food beforehand, you might have more significant cravings and kind of a little more withdrawal, if you will, from eating so much food. That's factor number three. Factor number four is your consistency and your self-honesty about your consistency. Some of you are too hard on yourself and maybe you're being more consistent than you think. Some of you are maybe turning a blind eye to stuff a little more than you realize. And so your consistency and self-honesty are massive and play a massive role in your rate of weight loss. And then last but not least, your stress and your hormones don't necessarily magically keep you from losing weight inside your body. 
but they play out in your real day-to-day life and impact the decisions you make and your ability, your mental energy and your physical energy to make the best decisions and to move forward with your weight loss goals and your weight loss plan. Okay? Okay. I hope that's been helpful. Thank you to the person that uh, suggested this idea. For all the rest of you, if you have any questions or ideas or things you'd like me to address on the podcast, let me know. Shoot me a message at Corey Little Coach on Instagram or support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com uh, via email. And I would love, I always love hearing from you. Now, before I sign off, just a friendly reminder that if you'd like to support this podcast, there are three ways you can do that. Number one, take the next step. Take the next step and join the Inner Circle Coaching Program and get some of that goodness. Get some of that good coaching. 99.9% of the time, if someone listens to consist, if they consistently listen to this podcast and like it, then they absolutely love the coaching group. If you want more info about that, you can just shoot us an email at support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. I will include that down in the show notes. The second way, if you would like to support this podcast, is by purchasing Rise Nutrition products. These are products I believe in and I know the value of because I know who manufactures them and it's good stuff. So you can go to challenge2rise.com. I'll include that down in the show notes and you can also purchase Rise products on Amazon. I'll include those links down in the show notes. And then third and lastly, you can drop a tip in the jar. If you're like, Corey, I don't want the products. I don't want to join the coaching group, but I freaking love this podcast and I'm a real lifer and I've listened to every episode. I even have some people who contact me and say, for some reason, your voice is kind of soothing and I listen to you as I fall asleep. And for those people, I'm, to those people, I'm absolutely honored. I'm honored. I don't know if other people would agree with you. <laughs> Sometimes I'm afraid my voice is abrasive. But anyways, if any of you would like to, uh, to throw something in the tip jar, that would be wonderful. And I would very much appreciate that. And if you don't, it's okay. I love you all the same. And I just appreciate you listening. I'm honored you spent your time with me today. And please never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales, regardless of how fast or slow you're losing weight, don't let the scales dictate your emotions or dominate your headspace because you're so much more than that. And losing weight is amazing. But losing weight's really all about gaining life and living the life you want to live. And I promise you can do it. Even if you've tried and failed and even if you don't believe in yourself, I believe in you. You can borrow my belief. And keep coming back and I will keep working and we will get you there. Okay? Okay. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.